We'll check it out, y'all. We got what you need. We're all living in apartments, condos, vans. Well, dude, even you can have a studio. A studio in a box. Yes, we can help you with that right here at Blind Knowledge. We work on your budget, and we figure out your measurements. We'll get you the best sound for the best price. Let me know, 877-237-1143 or at blindknowledge.com. Yep. Maniacal Music Musings. I'm your host, as always, Jeremy, here to lay the smack down on some candy asses with what I created. No, I did not make these rankings, but I did create this bracket of the top 68 wrestling theme songs of all time, if I have my number correct. 68 wrestling theme songs. And no, I don't agree with this list completely, but what are we going to do? And <laughs> you've heard, some of you have heard this bracket before. And this time, though, it's getting taken on by... Oh, wait, he was just my other show the other night, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Thank you, imaginary friend next to me. But, yes, <laughs> it's Michael Colby back once again from Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex. This time to take on a music bracket, and he chose the wrestling theme song bracket, which, mm. I'm based on our conversation the other night, I'm dying to hear how this goes. I really am. So, let's uh, have some fun with it, this. It's going to be interesting because some of these songs i like for wrestlers that i can't stand and sometimes the the wrestler um like colors how much i like the song but but we'll see we'll see how it goes yeah we shall see how it goes and it's going to be an interesting one to say the least but let's start off with the first matchup. And like I said, I did not make these rankings. So this matchup is something I never would imagine in my wildest dreams. But it's number 50, The Undertaker's American Badass by Kid Rock versus number 64, The Godfather's The Ho Train by Jim Johnston. Well, let me say, let me start this out by saying that The Undertaker is probably my favorite wrestler of all time. Um, I was not a huge fan of his uh, American Badass gimmick, um, and I can't stand Kid Rock's music. I can't stand him as a person. Um, I hate everything about Kid Rock. He looks like he smells like old cigarettes and piss. Um, I, I hate everything about Kid Rock and I hate everything about this song. Uh, so the Ho train is going to, is going to go forward here because, uh, that's actually a fun song and, uh, the Undertaker's worst song by far. 
So, oh, train moves on because you are like me and you think that's the Undertaker's worst gimmick ever. Yeah, for like by a long shot. Oh, I 100% agree. I mean, we'll get to some of his other gimmicks a little bit later on in this bracket. That's for damn sure. But yeah, that means that <laughs> one. I mean, is that one of my favorite gimmick wrestlers of the late 90s, early 2000s? Moves on. The Godfather moves on down the ramp with his whole train. Mm, I love saying that. I always have. <laughs> the things they teach kids in the 90s. But. Mm-hmm. Raise your hand if you got in trouble for calling a group of girls in your neighborhood a ho- the hoe train all the time. Oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I tried not to do that. I was also a big nerd, so I wouldn't have, like, approached a group of girls <laughs> to, to say that anyway. Or to say See, anything, I really. Was a- I was a big nerd, but I said the wrong things. It was a difference. I didn't keep quiet. I just opened my mouth and said stupid shit. But <laughs> that's that's the way it goes. I just kept. But to, to see your face in the whole, <laughs> yeah, I did that sometimes. It it was the lonely years. But moving on to face the Godfather will be either <laughs> number forty nine, Brian Danielson's final countdown by Europe, or number sixty three, Undertaker's. The Dead Man by Jim Johnston. Uh, I mean, Undertaker, Dead Man, that's an easy one. Final <laughs> Countdown's a great song, but but uh, you can't. You, you, it's gonna take something special to beat uh, the Undertaker's Dead Man theme song, and this ain't it. <laughs> no, it's oh no, it's not. Not at all, but I mean, I don't know. I've seen this go different ways in this one, so I can't. Everybody has opinions. That's the best best way to put it. Everybody has opinions, and whether I think they're right or not doesn't freaking matter. In this in this case, <laughs> I think you're right. But and if you want to stick to actually the fact that it's wrestling theme songs, and that really isn't a wrestling theme song per se, it's a yeah. classic song from the '80s. Yeah, I mean, very, it's the most, point, very it's the most pointless choice. song of all time, but. <laughs> It's, I mean, a, yeah, it's like a said, weird it's a weird thing for a, a wrestler to come down to as well. Well, there's a lot of those in this book, so we'll get to all of them in a minute. But <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of strange ones in this one. I can't I can't say I pick any of these while as a wrestler, but that means Undertaker will face Godfather again in the second round. But Also means the next matchup is number 48, Mike Awesome's Awesome Bomb by Jimmy Hart and Howard Helm versus number 62, Seamus's Written in My Face by Jim Johnston and Sean Jennis. Um, I hate Seamus. Uh, I think he is bad. Uh, I think he has a bad gimmick. I can't stand his stupid face or his stupid mustache. Um, so nothing about Seamus is going to move on. <laughs> so I'm going to pick awesome bomb here. Oh, I always loved Seamus as a wrestler. He was like, I don't know. I just, he wasn't my favorite by far, but he was always, he always had good gimmicks at least I thought, but, and his theme song though was, I, I love, I love the, I love his theme song. I don't know why. I just love his theme song. Yeah. I don't like anything about Seamus. I think he's boring. Um, and I don't know. He's Vince loves these 
big slab of meat guys who just like punch and kick each other and it's like my least favorite kind of wrestling ever i mean the bro kick though which is always one of my favorite finishers too like just a big boot to the face like it's just classic mm. i mean sean michaels at me oh yeah it's fucking hbk which we'll get we'll get to him in a long bit when we get down to the higher rank songs but that means that the Mike Awesome is going to face either number 47, Chris Benoit's Whatever by Our Lady Peace, or number 61, Randy Orton's Burning My Light by Mercy Drive. Hmm. I don't love picking Chris Benoit for anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, he, I mean, in the ring you 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 don't get too much better than benoit was um i hate that i hate what happened um but as far as being a wrestler he was one of my favorite wrestlers when i was a teenager um and i think he had a great song that uh that worked well with what he did so i'm gonna pick benoit here I mean, he was an amazing wrestler, and it surprised all of us at that point when he when that happened. And he was an amazing wrestler, though, and he just it it show it literally shows the impact wrestling can have on their bodies. So yeah, I mean, it's a moral lesson for anybody who wants to be a wrestler. This is what it can do to you if you're that good that you put yourself out there to the fullest. But yeah, that that means Mike Awesome will face Chris Benoit in a WCW rematch in the second round, but. <laughs> The next matchup is number 46, Jake the Snake Roberts Snake Bit by Jim Johnston versus another Jim Johnston song, number 60, a fan favorite, Christian's Blood Brother. Um, I don't have a ton to say about either of these. I think they were both great songs for the wrestlers um i i really like jake the snake when i was a kid um i'm a big fan of of heels uh you might <laughs> you might not be too surprised to hear um but uh but yeah i, I think i think cages i think christian's uh theme song is a little bit cooler of a song so we're gonna go with that one uh so you said christian yeah i mean christian, yeah don't i it i'll get to later why this is ironic later but blood brother it seems to be a fan favorite of people doing one-on-ones and then the original group one this it seemed to be a fan favorite i don't know i i never thought it would be but apparently it is i can't explain it but like you said jake the snake was a good gimmick kind of yeah really. but um yeah the it, I mean, was nothing special it was the 80s and like it was kind of macho man um macho man and uh, uh ultimate warrior that had like crazy gimmicks and everybody else was just like i work for the irs I am a trash man. 
I'm, you know, so the, the, the snake gimmick sort of went with everything else. Oh, I'm a clown. <laughs> I guess you could put Doink in there. And insane clown posse, but <laughs> <laughs> that was late. That means, that... oh, I know, but well, actually, yeah, I mean, they technically were wrestling at that time, but they just weren't doing it in WWF. But that means that Christian's blood brother is going to be facing either number 45, Rob Van Dam's Walk by Pantera, or number 59, The Fabulous Freebirds, Bad Street USA by Crossfire. Hmm. I love the song Walk by Pantera. I never thought it worked for Rob Van Dam. <laughs> but uh, I'm definitely picking it here, even though I, it, it, it always because we used to go down to the ECW arena um, and watch uh, Rob Van Dam wrestle. And I always was like i don't understand why he's coming out to walk by pantera it just didn't it didn't mesh with him but it is a better song so we're gonna pick that i mean there's another rob van dam theme song on this as well and let's just say that's the better one for now i'll get to that later but i never knew rob van dam when he came out to that theme song and i am not a fan of walk by pantera the only pantera song i really like the only pantera song i really like is cemetery gates but it's a good song. It is a really good fucking song, especially that high <laughs> note at the end. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, but the next matchup before we get into the first play ins is one of my favorite names for a theme song. It's number 44, Jack Swagger's Get on Your Knees by Age Against the Machine <laughs> versus, and that's Age Against the Machine, not Rage Against the Machine, <laughs> versus <laughs> number 58. Midnight Express is the chase by Marauder. I, I I don't really have a dog in the fight on this one, um. So uh, I I don't really I don't really remember either of these wrestlers uh, or you know, I, Jack I Swagger one's a tag team. Uh, Midnight Express was a tag team. I forget who was in it yeah. at this point. It's been a long time. But yeah, uh, Jack I... Swagger Jack Swagger's a late 2000s, early 2010s wrestler. He, yeah. I, I got back into wrestling when he was coming up. But Okay. I just got back into wrestling not that long ago. So it's I, I kind of stopped after attitude. Um and you know, here and there, I would pick stuff up. But uh, I, I think you're right. I like the the name of "Get on Your Knees." So let's go with that one. So Jack Swagger, get on your knees. Yeah, is that what we're going with? I think. Okay. Yeah, yes. Uh, so, sorry. Someone had too much sugar tonight, apparently. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, the name of that song alone makes me want to pick it always. But, yeah. And just a warning, some <laughs> of these songs are not coming up. Some of these songs might not be on the Spotify playlist because I couldn't find them. I okay. don't know if I sent those to you or not. I don't think I did. But, I mean, you I, I think know. I think most you of them did, you probably know. But, uh, okay. I, 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 I'm pretty good with 
entrance music. I was, yeah, I listened to it, but um, I was well, like, yeah, of course. And and I already know a couple of them that are going to go very far. So a lot of them were like, whatever. <laughs> exactly. Well, your first playing matchup determined. You have two playing matchups to determine the final match on this side of on this quarter of round one. And the first playing matchup is number 65, Coco Beware's Do the Bird by Jimmy Hart and J.J. McGuire mm-hmm. versus number 69, ironically enough, Xbox Make Some Noise by Jim Johnson. I mean, I liked Coco when I was a kid, but his theme song is sort of whatever. The, these 80, the 80s theme songs weren't all that exciting. Um, and I don't love X-Pac. I, I have a problem, not a problem, like one of my least favorite like wrestler, like uh, what do you call that? Like uh, a gimmick for wrestler. One of my least favorite things is the little guy who hurts himself to to like win his matches and X-Pac was definitely one of those and I think he was one of the more effective ones but um still kind of an annoying gimmick uh but I'm going to pick his song anyway but but again I don't think it's going to go super far So, I mean, I don't know. I liked X-Pac because when I got into wrestling the first time, DX was was like a huge, becoming a huge thing. Like, and that's why I, my friends got me into it is like DX. But so yeah. it was right when they were starting to form like the five people group. So, I mean, X-Pac was, I always loved him, but he was always like the least favorite member of DX. So, I mean, I yeah, he, heartbreak, he, heartbreak kid. <laughs> he always, uh, he always struck me as like sleazy. And not in like the cool Scott hallway, but in like the, I don't want to be near this guy. Sort of in the kid rock way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was always like the, he, he kind of had like the more one night in China way. Yeah. 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 Not great. Um, but people liked him and he was in DX. So you got to give him a point there. And yep, that means so Xbox moving into the first round. I mean, I gotta be honest though, Do the Bird is not a bad theme song at all. Like it's it kind of like it's like a gospel church theme. It's like get on up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's I, I it's fun, but I don't know. The 80s pretty lame, kind of like pretty lame. Oh well, yeah, but well that means Which... it's gonna face one of these two songs in round one. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 it's it's fine. Which I I mean, we're gonna get to you know some beloved theme songs from the eighties, and I'm going to absolutely tear through them. So, <laughs> well, here might be one of them because your second playing matchup in this quarter uh, to see who's gonna face Xbox in round one is number sixty six, Ted DiBiase's "It's All About the Money" by Jimmy Hart and JJ McGuire versus number seventy. Jeff Jarrett's The Chosen One by I Have No Fucking Clue Who. <laughs> um, 
we're going to go with Jeff Jarrett here. I I started off hating Jeff Jarrett, uh, but I I grew into him. Like as he figured out that it, they should stop trying to make him a baby face, and once they they really like healed him up, I I think he he ended up being very good, and th- that song goes with him you know very well and uh yeah i'm i'm a jeff jarrett fan <laughs> really wow yeah color me shocked i mean how do you not like money 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 like it's just uh, yeah no it it was good i i don't know i i just <laughs> I'm just I'm just a Jeff Jarrett head, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't freaking know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I just I don't know. Jeff Jarrett to me. I mean, when I first met Jeff Jarrett, he was getting a guitar slashed over his head by China. So yeah, what I, can I say? I wrestled for a short time. Um. I, I went really? through, yeah, I went through the school and, um, I was in shows for a while, but I was in a bad car accident when I was 17. Um, and the doctor said that if I kept wrestling, I wouldn't be able to walk when I was 30. And that was when I was like 23 or 24. Um, so I, I didn't pursue it. Um, but uh but yeah i i have a i have an appreciation for like a real good heel and i think jarrett turned out to be a very very good heel i i really like watching him do his thing like he has a lot of like little subtle tricks to make the the crowd hate him and man he's just really good at <laughs> yeah he is good at it i mean i never watched tna when he started that shit up i never really watched it but so that means your first your final first round matchup in this quarter is number 69 x-pac makes a noise versus number 70 jeff jarrett the chosen one i'm gonna go jeff jarrett here uh Ooh. sorry x-pac i think it's the your i think it's the first time jeff jarrett made out of the freaking uh playing <laughs> let alone round one so well kudos uh, like i said i'm a jarrett head it, it's probably not going to make it too much further but <laughs> i do i do like jarrett and i think that that um theme song fits him very well well as chancy said jarrett is a solid old school heel so yep Check, one, two. That means you get to go to the other quarter on this on this top half of round one, and the first one is a tough one. 
So it's number 57, Mankind's Wreck by Jim Johnston versus number 43, Hulk Hogan's Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix. Oh, okay. This is the good Hulk Hogan one. Uh, <laughs> I think you're the first person to ever say that, but okay. This is... A- when I said that I'm going to tear through some beloved 80s uh, theme songs, <laughs> when we get to uh, I Am a Real American, uh, that song can fuck right off. Uh, so now I can't hear Voodoo Child without uh, thinking about Hogan coming down to the ring with his NWO shirt on and his white and black boa like doing the guitar thing on the belt and it was like the only time in my life that I was like a Hogan fan. Um so so yeah um and and I love I love Mick Foley. I think uh I think uh Mick Foley everything he does is freaking gold. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mean I don't mean he's a good like person or a good wrestler. And yeah, I'm folks, definitely... uh, just to keep the listeners in the future actual audio episode on <laughs> update, Chancey said the good Hulk Hogan in quotations, anything is kind of like an oxymoron. LOL. Yeah, he's terrible. He's a bad wrestler. I never understood his popularity. Um he has the world's worst finisher um yeah like drop like, what the fuck's that <laughs> yeah leg drop but it, i mean voodoo child's a great song um and it was definitely my favorite of the hogans um but yeah anything with mick foley is is gonna go uh against anything <laughs> old hogan oh so mankind gets the day Mankind gets it today. And that's not something that we could say every day in this earth. So Mrs. Foley's baby boy moves on, as Chancey said. So <laughs> and I mean mankind's gonna be facing, and this is kind of a wrestler versus stable matchup here, but it's number 56, Ahmed Johnson's Pro River Rip by Jim Johnston, versus number 42, Nation of Domination's Power by Jim Johnston. Oh man. Because we are the nation this, of domination. Yeah, this this is an unfair matchup. Um, I I really liked Ahmed Johnson back in the day, even though he uh, was terrible. Um, he wasn't good, but he was very strong. Also, could barely speak. Um, but man, the nation of domination was great. I mean, every every incarnation of it. Uh, whether it was, you know, with The Rock or if like, well, I mean. There wasn't that many incarnations of it. It it, it died off pretty fast The Rock got famous. Yeah. (laughs) I I think I was just thinking about like how Farouk was leading it and then um, and then The Rock sort of took it over. And I guess that was really it. But yeah, yep, it was it was and if you watch the show Young Rock on CBS, it's actually hilarious 
because they went through that whole thing where like the rock starts freaking like speaking out instead of Farouk and it was hilarious. It was just yeah. <laughs> And yeah. and like the like when the rock finds out they want to put him in a group of all black people like it's literally like he, he turns to his father and his father's like let me guess Vince wants to be put in a group of all black people <laughs> like it's just it's funny with everything going on Vince McMahon nowadays but who's it gonna be Ahmed or the nation yeah. of domination oh it's it's the nation it's the nation of domination. Eh, if it wasn't for them, The Rock wouldn't have became the person I hated for years and then learned to love when he was calling John Cena a fruity pebble bitch. <laughs> but that, I, that's, I, I watched The Rock grow to fame when I first started watching wrestling, and then I hated him at that point. And then when I came back and watching it, he came back for the John Cena WrestleMania thing, and I loved their their rivalry was just classic. Like the rivalry was just hilarious. Like everything he made fun of John Cena for, I was like, thank you. Finally, someone says it on TV. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, back in the day when there was like a bunch of stone cold Steve Austin, uh, feuds, I think, I think there's one stone cold Steve Austin feud that was better than the rock, but man, the rock and stone cold were so good together the uh, the rock kind of anybody that he anybody that the rock like sort of faced off against he he's just so charismatic that that uh yeah. that the I most charismatic he, man in sports entertainment and he's not wrong <laughs> he is not wrong I mean, I don't know. I freaking I hated The Rock for the longest time just because I guess I was supposed to technically, but I mean, I just hated him for mm-hmm. a long time because I was a Triple H Stone Cold fan and I hated The Rock. And I mean, I even hated The Undertaker when he came back with that American Badass shit, but yeah, <laughs> like was, I yeah that. The, the American Badass was, was really bad. Part of the reason I stopped watching wrestling the first time. But that means that the next matchup, because hey, Nation Domination will face on. Man- Mankind round two. Something very strange is going on uh, in my. Sorry about that break, folks. Everything okay in your room? Sorry, my cat was going crazy. (laughs) He's like scratching the shit out of my chair. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. Well, the next matchup (laughs) is number 55, Demolitions. Demolition. By Jimmy Hart, J.J. McGuire, and Rick Derringer. Versus, funny enough, number 41, Legion of Doom slash Road Warriors. What a rush by Jimmy Hart and J.J. McGuire. So mm-hmm. it's a tag team matchup with Jimmy Hart and J.J. McGuire doing both of them. Uh, I mean, these are both good songs. Both from good tag teams. I'm I'm a big fan of tag teams. I love... I love a good tag team. That's part of the reason why I can't stand watching 
uh, WWE right now because Vince hates tag teams and he has a bunch of good ones and he won't use them. <laughs> and then he puts two random losers together to make the tag teams like for the championships and it drives me crazy. But uh, I think the Legion of Doom has got to go here. Well, all Legion I can say of that is all I can say that is oh I don't really <laughs> ah, that, that hurts to do anymore. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I used to do that all day and not fucking feel a thing. What the hell? Oh, gang old sucks. <laughs> it sure does. But that's a clip for you right there. But that means that Legion of Doom is gonna be facing in the next round. Either number 54, Owen Hart's King of Hearts slash High Energy by Jimmy Hart and J.J. McGuire, or number 40, AJ Styles, I Am. Um, This one's easy. It's Owen. But I, well, I have nothing more to say about it. <laughs> AJ Styles... AJ Styles as a wrestler and a theme song is about as forgettable as they come. Well, Owen Hart, that means absolute be... legend. Yeah, and unlike WWE, we're not going to leave him hanging, folks. But, <laughs> oh, that's, oh, you might say too soon, but it's been 30 years. Get over it. It's, but It's been that, a long time. That means it's going to be a 90s matchup in the next round as Legion of Doom will face Owen Hart. Which I'm pretty sure happened at one point or another, but... That means the next matchup, though, in this round is number 53, Diamond Dallas Page, DDP self-high-five by Dimasic versus number 39, another fan favorite in these, Kane Slow Chemical by Finger 11. And there is a Stranger Things joke there, but we did that in the, in the group one. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> and I wouldn't have got it anyway because I wa only watched the first season of Stranger Things. And I, oh, well, I mean, you literally just have to know the character's name is Eleven. But oh, okay, um, okay. There's a yeah. There's, there's a clip online of Freddie from Bracket Bastards not getting that joke for like five minutes. Like it's hilarious. <laughs> like he, I literally say it, and like I'm in the next matchup, and all of a sudden he starts laughing his ass off. He's like, I just got that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but oh, finger eleven. All right, all right. I I I enjoy. I enjoy. Um, well, someone has to. But yeah, I, I mean, Kane's Kane's got to go here. Kane's got to go on to I the mean, next round. I, he doesn't have to leave. He has to go on to the next round. <laughs> I mean, I remember watching Diamond Dallas Page like with the whole him versus Undertaker feud, where Undertaker's wife got involved and everything too. But like, I don't even remember his theme song because it wasn't that memorable. No, DDP, not. I, I, mean, I mean, I liked him as a wrestler. He, I liked him as a wrestler, but he the was, diamond he was a, a good, good wrestler. The diamond cutter is fine. Um, but yeah, he's, I don't know. He, he just always came off as a little bit too into himself for somebody who was like a slightly above average wrestler. I'm not, not a huge DDP fan. I mean, I agree. I'm a huge DP fan, but I'm not a huge DDP fan. So, <laughs> But that means that Kane will face one of the following 
well, this is a, in this next matchup, and it's a true 90s matchup because it's number 52, D'Lo Brown's The Real Deal by Jim Johnston versus number 38. And this is one of the ones that was on the playlist, but uh, Taz's Survive. And it is not that Taz song you're most likely thinking of. Okay. Um, it doesn't matter. D'Lo's going to go on anyway here. I uh, I I thought he was I thought he was underrated. I I always liked watching him wrestle. If he Whether didn't, was, if he didn't. whether yeah whether it was with the nation or if it was just by himself like i i always thought that he was innovative and like very fun to watch he he kept moving which is a lot more than you can say about a lot of these big slabs of meat that that vince loves in the 90s and now i'll watch a hundred d'lo brown matches over one like i'll watch a D'Lo Brown's all day long over like a Gunther who people seem to like, but I think is unwatchable. I mean, D'Lo Brown would have been a huge thing if he didn't injure draws. He would have been a huge thing if he didn't injure draws. Cause yeah, draw, he made, that's... he paralyzed, draw, he paralyzed draws. Basically. Yeah. It's, it's like WWF like punished him for that. Yeah. So he would have been huge because he was such a good wrestler. He could have been Booker. He could have went as big as Booker T did if he actually was around during that time. But yeah. And what he did to draws wasn't anything crazier than like. No, it was a, it was a basic move and he just did like an inch off the way it should have been done. Yeah. And it wasn't like, it's not like that, that stuff doesn't happen. Like Austin did that to Owen and he went on to be just the, like the biggest star of all time in wrestling. So, well, because Mr. Man's no idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to, to well, some degree, at least. He, but no, he he's then. definitely an idiot. I I think he I think he punished D'Lo for more than just like that. Mm. I think he was just looking for an excuse. Probably. Well, the next matchup. And it's going to be our second to final matchup in this uh, round of this half this round is number 51 Undertaker's Dark Side by Jim Johnston versus number 37 Hardcore or Crash Holly's Slow Death. Oh, it's Undertaker. Crash Holly is. Use- well, it's Hardcore useless? and, and Crash Holly's theme Hardcore song, and yeah. Crash. Oh, useless. <laughs> I, no, no, no. I, I, I respect Hardcore Holly. Hardcore Holly worked his ass off at WWE. Yeah, but not fun to watch. I didn't. I always. Think. I I liked it when it was like the Dudley Boys versus like the the Crash family and like uh or the Holly family and Molly Holly was part of it. Damn cat. <laughs> you know. You know, crack kills, buddy. But, uh, you know, folks, pussy can be very dangerous to have in your house. Please make sure your pussy is nice and controlled. It's going to be in your house. Our guest will be right back as soon as you get that pussy cat under control. And Chancey, I know you're shaking your head right now, but you love it. 
And he's coming back for the two playing matchups, folks. And it's, these two playing matchups are interesting playing matchups, to say the least. Oh, there we go. Sorry. This is the worst cat I've ever had. <laughs> well, I was, I was telling the audience where you're gone. You got to keep that push under control. Like, but that means you're up to your first, your uh, next two playing matchups to finish off the, the last matchup of this round. Half this round. And the first playing matchup is number 67. It's an ECW matchup. It's number 67, Rob Van Dam RVD's One of a Kind by Breaking Point versus number 71, Taz's 13 by Jim Johnson. Taz's 13 is way better. I I loved Taz back in the ECW days. Um, well, I mean, technically, I, I mean, I'm not sure if this was ECW too, but it, I know it was his WWF theme song when he first came in. But okay, because this is the moment. Uh, this is the moment. The beeping. Okay. Um. Either way, um, I I don't like Rob Van Dam. I don't like any of his uh, songs besides the fact that Walk. I I like just as a song. Um, and I do like Taz. I always thought Taz was fun to watch. I mean, I, I love, I love Rob Van Dam because my, one of my best friends growing up was like, he would do the RVD thing every time we wrestled on the uh -huh. trampoline, like that, was <laughs> but, and I mean, Taz is classic me though. Him coming out with the fucking ta black towel over his head and shit. Like mm. it was just. I don't know. I I love the invasion period of WWF, and that's what I really got into. But I mean, yeah. I liked I liked Taz. He was always a awesome wrestler, and he was always badass. But that means Taz is going to be facing yeah. one of these two in in the last play-in match of this half, and it's number sixty-eight, Ken Shamrock's "The Ultimate" by Jim Johnston, versus number seventy-one, the only female theme song, diva theme song in this whole thing. Lita's It Just Feels Right by Jim Johnston. Well, uh, I was almost gonna uh, go Ken Shamrock because I loved I loved Ken Shamrock back in the in the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, but man, Lita was on a different level. Lita made the women's division in WWE not a joke. Well, I, I I would like to think China did that first, but China was not a good wrestler, though. She was just big and strong. Uh, Lita is a legitimately great wrestler, um, and I think if it wasn't for Lita, we probably wouldn't have like your Chris Statlanders and your. Uh, like most of AEW's women's division who are amazing wrestlers. Like I, I think that's all being owed to Lita. Uh, so I think she's amazing. And yeah, China was badass, but she was like an Ahmed Johnson, you know, just a big, strong person, not spectacularly skilled like Lita was. Well, uh, all right. So Lita moves on. Yeah, absolutely. She has a great song too. Wow. Like all of the edge Christian, uh, songs were all like a lot of like, wow. and really fit, really fit their, 
um like sort of whole deal i mean lead i mean don't get me wrong lita was mine as well for a lot of preteen boys uh wet dreams in the early yeah. 2000s don't, don't get for me wrong sure. <laughs> but between her and trish stratus we had our money made i mean if you want to go further back even sable the first pay-per-view i ever saw sable with those handprints oof oof see oof. that um, I, I was never a fan of sable trish stratus like i i'm a big i'm a big fan of like alita look as far as oof goes <laughs> um well who, the, do, who doesn't like a girl who doesn't like a girl wearing low riders with a thong sticking out come on now <laughs> fantastic she's she's gorgeous she is a great wrestler the rest the rest of the women's division at that point just sort of they were there for brom Haynes, matches and managers yep yeah yeah it, it was all pretty much useless because like by that time i already had the internet in my house i could i could look at hot ladies anytime i wanted he was watching one night in china folks i'll let him fool you oh i definitely watched that too <laughs> oh god yeah i mean you, you had to because you're just wondering <laughs> does she does she does she does she have a penis <laughs> i i might still have her issue of playboy it's somewhere in this house Kind of wish I did, but I'm pretty sure I can get those pictures online anywhere I want now. So <laughs> yeah, probably. Although surprisingly hard to get old Playboy pictures online because they take well, them down. <laughs> not so not that's not not that surprising, honestly. But um yeah. That means that your final matchup in this quarter round one is gonna be, and somehow I fucked up the rankings on this, but it's number 71, Taz is 13 versus number 71, Lita's it just feels right. Don't actually have the 271s. I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, is this this is actually a matchup? I'm gonna go with yep, Lita here first... again, too. Yeah. Sorry, Taz. <laughs> All right. Well, that means that you are now officially done with the first half of round one. And then yeah, this is gonna be a long one. I already knew it. But good luck. That's okay. <laughs> I break I break these into I break these into two uh different different episodes for this reason than the audio form. That means the other half of round one is going to get started off by number 14, Goldberg's Invasion slash Who's Next by Christian Poulet versus number 29, Batista's I Walk Alone by Saliva. And while you discuss that, I'm going to go use the men's room no fix. So discuss. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, <laughs> there's not that much to discuss. Um, I, I like a Batista, uh, as a wrestler and as an actor and as a person, but I'm not a huge fan of his, uh, theme song. Um, I thought Goldberg was 
annoying to watch uh, because, you know, the two moves, the constant squashes, uh, but that song and his whole entrance was cool. <laughs> and I liked his entrance, but, um, but yeah. Um, so Goldberg's going to win this, this one, but yeah, that's, that's, and that that's means it. that Goldberg wins. I don't have a lot to say about either of these two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Goldberg always wins. I mean, they're both muscle heads with no brain. So, I mean, that's basically yeah. all there is to it. That was my thing. Oh, there we go. Yeah, they're both muscle heads with no brains. That's just the way it goes. But I don't know if that's the first thing you do. But um, that means Goldberg's going to move on to face in this next matchup. Number 13, Triple H in China's My Time by Jim Johnson versus number 28, John Cena's My Time is Now by John Cena and the Trademark. I don't like John Cena <laughs> there. I said it. I don't like him. I don't, I think like, I like him as an actor. I like him in like uh train wreck. I think he, he was the best part of that terrible movie. Um, I like him as uh, what's his name from the suicide squad peacemaker. Um, but I always thought he was an annoying wrestler I thought his gimmick was annoying when he came in and then he turned into like some like the new army guy, which was annoying. Um, Mm -hmm. I think his, I think like his rapper gimmick was stupid. I think his, you can't see me gimmick is stupid. I just, I dislike John Cena, the wrestler. Um, so, what was the other one? <laughs> Triple H in China's My Time. Oh, yeah, Triple that H one. Thing in between yep. DX runs. Yep, that one That one for sure. Mm. Thank you. Finally, that song gets some damn appreciation in this bracket. <laughs> like, when I when I got into wrestling, that was Triple H's theme song way before, way before the DX theme song, way before the... Yeah. Uh, uh, way before all the other theme songs that he's involved in in this bracket, like that was his theme song, and I love that fucking song. I I always thought it was I, called Our Time, but I think I think it's probably his best one. Like the game is good, but it it didn't. I I have a thing about the song going with the wrestler and the entrance and I just think that one was the best one for him yeah it was I think and I mean especially at that point in his career where it was his time like he was coming up at that point so and just like I don't know you hear that theme song and like you just knew who it was and I mean I don't know they made all the theme songs too metal when that uh, forcible entry CD came out with all the metal theme songs on it they started using I mean, a lot of them are on this bracket too, but that means Goldberg will face Triple H slash China in the next round. But the next matchup is going to make you want to say, Woo! I can't do it. <laughs> but because it's number 12, Ric Flair's also Splock Zeta Thrustas by Richard Strauss 
versus number 27, Mr. Perfect's Perfection by Jim Johnston. Ooh. We're talking about 80. It's the 80s matchup. Yeah. And that's a tough one. Too. It, it's tougher than you'd think because Mr. Perfect, I mean, it's going to be Ric Flair here. Ric Flair's got a great song. Um, and he's an absolute legend. Uh, but Mr. Perfect with <laughs> no, I mean, none of them are. <laughs> no, I mean, oh, I mean, him. that's not true. I I don't think the Rock has ever had a bad news press thing against him. No, uh, there there's going to be some, but then you know, you're going to yeah, have. I mean, or, the tri- rest. or Triple H. <laughs> Or Triple H or John Cena. I never heard anything bad about any, yeah, any of them. Yeah, no. Uh, apparently, like I said, I I think John Cena is a great actor. I don't. I like him in movies. I think he's great. I just don't like him as a wrestler. I think he's got bad gimmicks, and it. I don't know whose fault that is, but I don't. I don't like him as a wrestler. Um. But yeah, Ric Flair. You know, obviously, whatever. But back in the day maybe the best gimmick of the 80s <laughs> just oh, i mean just if, like if, if, if chancy was still in watching this right now in chat he'd be going nuts because to be the man you gotta beat the man yeah he he was great uh mr perfect no, no one's think, better at speech no one's better at fucking speeches no one's better at speeches. yeah yeah mr perfect was so good um he was a great wrestler he had a great finishing finisher that perfect plex for being like back in the day when people's finishing moves were the leg drop and the elbow off the top rope <laughs> like to have yep. the perfect plex was like mind blowing um he was yeah he was a great wrestler and the the theme song really fit him and his, his entrance uh, so it's closer than you would think, but it is still. It is the still, wheeling, uh, stealing, girlfriend stealing. Ric Flair wins it. Yeah, I, I figure. Yeah. <laughs> but that means Ric Flair is going to face him round two. Either number 11, Edge's Metalingus by Alter Bridge. And this is a genre matchup, basically, versus number 26. Harlem Heat's rap sheet by Rene DeWall and Didier Legris. I can't pronounce those names for shit, so yeah. No, uh, that's all right. Uh, it's Harlem Heat here. I loved Harlem Heat. I really? think they were one of, yeah, I think they were one of the best tag teams. Fucking Booker T and the oh, other guy okay. whose face I can see, but whose name I can't remember. Um, Booker T and oh my god, I know this. I know, I know what it is, but I can't freaking think of it. Either. Oh, Steve, Stevie, 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 Stevie Ray, Stevie, uh, or Stevie, Stevie Vaughan. I, I, hang on, it's not Stevie Vaughan. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm just saying Stevie's at this point. Uh, oh, Stevie Ray, yeah, Last... it was Stevie Ray. Okay. Right. I Steve... knew it was Stevie, but I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I and even uh, what was that in the Royal Rumble this year? Booker T came back and he just 
cleared the ring and it was so nice to see Booker T. He's still in great shape. He looks fantastic. And he cleared that ring out. He you know, got kicked out. He got thrown out pretty early, but it was just nice to see him run down to the ring. And uh, man, back in those WCW days, one of the few things that could get me to change the channel from Raw to uh, Nitro, Nitro was if Harlem yep. Heat was wrestling. <laughs> See, I never watched one episode of WCW. I got into WWF at Royal Rumble 2000, and that's from there. Like about a year later, there was this invasion thing that happened, and I was like, "What the fuck is WCW and ECW?" <laughs> but so I mean, yeah. <laughs> but that but that means Harlem Heat yeah, will move we on used, to face. We used to watch the, the first round. hour of Nitro. Yeah, we used to watch the first hour of Nitro and then switch over to Raw. But, but yeah, if we knew what was coming up, and like I said, if if it was Harlem Heat, I, I was gonna switch over and watch that match. Well, that means that Harlem Heat will face Ric Flair in the next round. But the next matchup is number ten, Chris Jericho's "Break the Walls Down" by Jim Johnston, versus number twenty-five. CM Punk's This Fire Burns by Kill Switch Engage. CM Punk is horrible. I love both these matchups. Uh, As a person, but this is about the theme songs, not the person. Mm. I uh, my my uh, view of the song is tainted by associating man, it yeah. with CM Punk who I always thought was bad and annoying and not nearly as good as he thinks he is <laughs> um and I I got mad thinking about uh CM Punk <laughs> what was that first one again I also haven't slept for like 2 days so you're going to have to bear it's with Chris me Chris Jericho's it's Chris Jericho's oh, break yeah. the wall down by Jim. Jer- yeah. Break the walls. Break the walls down was going to win against just about anything, um, but also fuck CM Punk. I can't stand that guy. And the fact that he keeps getting hired at places drives me crazy. Like you know what he is. Stop hiring him. I mean, and seriously, another another teasing that he might come back at Survivor Series in this like this month. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Like if WWE takes him back, it's the stupidest fucking thing they ever did. But yeah, but who's Chris Jericho going to face in the next round? It's going to be number nine, HB motherfucking K, Shawn Michaels, Sexy Boy by Jimmy Hart and JJ McGuire, or number twenty-four, Brock Lesnar's Next Big Thing by Jim Johnston. I I'm going to be very dismissive here. <laughs> Fuck Brock Lesnar and everything he's ever done. Uh, he's useless. Uh, the this I would rather watch Goldberg. <laughs> um, so I mean, he he basically is WWE's version of Goldberg because they couldn't get Goldberg for a long yeah. time. But yep. And I mean, and he's a, put it this way. Put it this way. My good friend Shannon Lindemann of Crime Rewind and Lurch Reapers podcast. Uh, more, is famous for saying on this show during the group bracket that Brock Lesnar makes our asshole itchy. <laughs> I, 
I don't know how that works, but uh, I agree. Uh, <laughs> Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar has never done uh, a good match in his life. He's one of these guys who is not only not good, but he refuses to get better. And that drives me crazy. Like there are guys who aren't necessarily like don't necessarily start out good. Um, Dom Mysterio is one of them. Like when I oh, first I, started watching, I hate that fucking bitch. I hate that bitch. When I, when I first started watching him, I was like, wow, this guy is a bad wrestler. And now I'm like, oh, he's, noticeably better like he's noticeably working on his skills and again he does the heel stuff that makes him such a good heel that i can't not like him i i love everything about dom at this point <laughs> D D dominic mysterio is a cuck to ray ripley yeah that's fine that makes him no, a great not. heel. Like everything that he does makes him a great heel. Hiding behind Dude. Rhea, like using his stable, everything his he father. does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it makes him I, a great I, heel. He is great I, at I, the I, fact that you have such a, a visceral reaction to him means that he's doing it so much better than almost I anybody else. don't even else. watch wrestling anymore. I don't even watch wrestling anymore. <laughs> I only know who he is because I see reels of him of like fucking where their name is Judgment Day or whatever on uh or where the hell their name is on uh Facebook all the time. Yeah, and I fucking day. hate this dude. Yeah. I hate this dude. Like yeah. I hate him. Like he's a bitch ass motherfucker. And I agree with CM Punk. CM Punk should have punched him out when he was a fucking kid. <laughs> he's yeah. I never watching that. Episode. I never. I remember watching. I remember watching that episode of whatever it was, Raw SmackDown, where Rey Mysterio brought his kid to the ring and CM Punk almost beat the shit out of the kid. <laughs> like, I never watching that, but like, I, and I agree with CM Punk. He should have beat the crap out of that kid. It would have saved us all a lot of trouble at this point. <laughs> See, he's great. He, he's a great heel. The fact that you hate him this much uh, is just proving my point about how great he is. <laughs> And now I have completely lost the thread. It was Brock Lesnar. It was Brock Lesnar versus HBK, which is an easy choice. Yeah, I know, and but... it's yeah, it's it's HBK. <laughs> we got way off on a tangent there. So it's uh, going to be HBK. Yes. All right, HBK moves on, and that means HBK is going to be facing either number eight NWOs. Rock House by Five Alarm Music or number 23, Evolution's Line in the Sand by Motorhead. It's a stables matchup. Um, I don't have a lot to say about uh, Evolution's thing. Uh, NWO Classic. I, I The NWO, again, a heel thing and they were really good at it. And uh, most of the people in that stable were good wrestlers. And the ones that weren't good wrestlers, they knew how to keep them. They knew how to keep them like teamed up with the good wrestlers that made them look good. So um, I think the NWO is going to win most most matches. 
maybe not as far as songs go, but as far as stables go. So, so is it going to be NWO or Evolution? NWO, yeah. Which means NWO will face one of these four groups because you have your next two play-in matchups of this quarter round one. And it, the first one is number 30, a match of the seas. It's CM Punk's Cult of Personality by Living Color versus Cactus Jack's Whole Lot of Groove. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Living Color, one of my favorite uh, bands uh, of all time. I think they're amazing uh, as far as music goes. Um, but again, fuck CM Punk uh, and fuck CM Punk for using such a great song. But you you can't beat Cactus Jack. Uh, Cactus Jack is going to move on very very far in this in this uh tournament here so cult of personality great song i don't love who uses it as a theme song and uh and that's going to keep it from moving on plus the fact that that it has to face cactus jack who's my favorite of mick foley's personalities Uh, I mean, Cactus Jack was not my favorite by far. I prefer Dude Love, but Dude Love was my least favorite of of his personality. Oh, you gotta love Dude Love, man! You gotta love Dude Love. That was the best gimmick he ever had. But that means Cactus Jack is gonna be facing either number thirty-one, The Sandman's Enter Sandman by Metallica, or number thirty-five, <laughs> Dudley Boys. We're coming down by Jim Johnston. Man. Of all of the ECW guys, Sandman was my least favorite. He's not a good wrestler at all. And it was even worse when you watched him live. Like he did not care if he hurt somebody else. It was it was not fun to watch him wrestle. Um, I'm also not a Metallica fan, uh, but I am a huge fan of the Dudleys. And I think they had a great theme song. Um so yeah, the Dudleys are going to go on here and this is going to be tougher than I wanted it to be going up against Cactus Jack. So that means the Dudley boys moving on. Nice. Yes. Glad to see, glad to see them get out of the planes for once. And that means your final matchup in this third quarter of round one is 34 Cactus Jack's whole lot of groove versus number 35. The Dudley boys were coming down. Yeah, well, Dudley's got out of the play the play in round, but they're not getting any further than that because Cactus Jack is is going here. Cactus Jack moves on. I love it, which means that you are officially done with this third quarter of round one. I know this is a long one, and that's what she said. But <laughs> well. That- once once this once this first round goes and I get all of my ramblings out. Yeah, I know. It goes faster after round one. I, it's always the way yeah. it goes. Whether it's single or group. <laughs> but
That means the fourth part of round one starts now with number seven, Red Hearts Hitman by Jimmy Hart and JJ McGuire versus number 22, Eddie Guerrero's Lie, Cheat, Steal by Jim Johnston. Which is completely a matchup of like the 2000s versus the 80s, but whatever. Yeah. 90s, I guess, kind of. And uh, it, it, there's there aren't too many people that I would rather watch wrestle than Eddie Guerrero. Um, Bret Hart was great back in his day, uh, but Eddie was just better in every way, <laughs> and including theme song. So Eddie is going to win this 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 one. Well, he may not go far because Eddie's going to be facing either number six, The Rock's Know Your Role by Jim Johnston, or number 21, Christian's At Last by Jim Johnston. It's fine, Christian. You're great. I, I love watching Christian wrestle, and I think his theme songs always fit him well, but Oh, uh, this, I mean, not this one. This was the worst theme song he ever fucking had. This is the worst gimmick he ever had. Not, not until, uh, not until we probably get up against, uh, some shattering glass. I think, I think the rock's going to have an easy, uh, ride <laughs> until he, until that glass shatters. <laughs> well, that means that the rock will face Eddie Guerrero in the next round but the next matchup you have is number five dx's break it down by jim johnston versus number 20 edges you think you know me by jim johnston and a total 90s match and a total 2000s matchup kind of yeah and i i love edge i think he's great um hearing you know you think you know me and you know then the crowd would just go crazy um oh yeah you I've know been what at shows. now that i'm thinking about it i thought i was about to pick dx but thinking about like how that made me feel when that music started when edge's music started i think i'm gonna go with edge here well keep in mind though keep in mind before you make your official yeah. decision this is the earlier Edge theme song where it's just, you think you know me, you think you know me, you think you know me. Not, It's yeah. not Metalingus. It's not Metalingus where it's like, no, you think you know me. And it's like, bam, 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 no. bam. Like, it's like, See, it's I, not that one. I, I know. And I prefer this one. Ah, See, prefer... I didn't like that. I like the metal version of that one better because it's like, you think you know me. Dun, 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 dun. Honesty. I yeah. see clear. Like, I fucking love that shit. Like, like I, I came back. I watched Edge and Christian's rise through popularity as tag team, and then I came back into wrestling when Edge was like W, like world champion on SmackDown and like fighting Kane mm -hmm. and everything. Like so, I fucking love Edge. I mean, I miss the whole radar superstar of sex with Lita in a bed on the stage type of shit. But like, I love Edge awesome. as a superstar. Yeah. I'm sure it was. I mean, well, I saw I've seen video of it. It wasn't that awesome. You couldn't <laughs> see shit. And then Kane it, it came just... down, scared him out of the ring. It was it was just what it just the, the sh you you had to have seen it when it was on. <laughs> to, oh, to trust see, me! Like how freaking cool it was <laughs> to, to do. I, I've seen I've seen I saw May Young give birth to a fucking hand. That was amazing as well. 
<laughs> so I've seen um, I've seen a lot of weird shit, weird shit in wrestling, but yeah, uh, I mean, I don't I, know. I'm I, s- I'm still going Edge here. Uh, I, I mean, think, <sighs> I, I think Edge. What? I, I would have rather watch Re- Edge than any of the DX guys when they were. No, see, no, there was. <laughs> yeah. These are both theme songs where it's about the opening and how crazy the crowd goes. Mm-hmm. I think the crowd goes a little more crazy when they hear, "Are you ready?" Down, down. Like I, the crowd, I've been at the, I've been in both shows before, and the crowd goes crazy when you hear the DX theme song. Like the crowd literally loses their fucking minds. Like, like freaking all these swifties when taylor swift like decides to bend over like what the fuck well this is this is my my bracket and i'm going by how oh, i felt when the music it comes is. on <laughs> it is but i'm a muser and i will throw a damn fit if i want to do it for something <laughs> but that means edge gets the face either and here we go here we go i already know but number 19 hardy boys loaded by zach tempest Versus number four, and this is the reason I said, here we go. Hulk Hogan's Real American by Rick Derringer. Oh, gross. This is a bad matchup because, like I said, um, I am not a fan of Hogan. I wasn't when I was a kid. I was an Ultimate Warrior guy when I was a kid. I thought Hulk Hogan was lame back in the day. I think this theme song is lame and bad. Um, I also don't like the Hardy Boys, but... I'll take the Hardy Boys over a Hulk Hogan theme. Not, okay, I, I really don't give a fuck about Hogan, but now you make me cry over the fuck. The Hardy Boys were the <laughs> shit back in the day when I was a kid. We all wanted to be the Hardy Boys doing those fucking flips and shit off stuff. Like, mm. every kid in the fucking late 90s, early 2000s wanted to be the Hardy Boys. I I was going Edge and Christian over the Hardy Boys every single time. I'll take Edge and, Edge and Christian. Mm. I'll take the Dudleys. See, I, I'll take... All of these, uh, all of these tag teams that were because Jeff Hardy is like the one that made me realize that I think the little guys who sacrifice their bodies to win the matches is the lamest gimmick. Uh, and Jeff Hardy is like the epitome of that. And I can't oh yeah. stand him. Well, okay. Shane McMahon is also the epitome of that. But, but yeah. Shane McMahon so, was I mean, more... Shane McMahon was more convincing doing it. <laughs> mm. I grew up loving the Hardy Boys. I've seen so many of my friends permanently injure themselves, like trying to do swanton bombs off of ladders on trampolines. Mm-hmm. So, when I, mean, I was in and- wrestling school, there was a 370 pound man who would do those swantons off the top ropes. Now that's a finishing move. Like for a hundred twelve pound guy to do it, I I never bought it as a finisher. Well, see, I I never tried it because if I tried it and I was like three hundred pounds, so if I tried it, I probably would kill myself in the process. But well, but yeah, Mark I mean, Mess was very and, good at doing well, it. <laughs> d- d- does it help you at all if you think it's real American as a Gerald Briscoe Pat Patterson theme song? No, because it's a terrible theme song. <laughs> it's a terrible song, actually, no matter who's coming out to it. <laughs> that That's actually how I got introduced to that theme song, is Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe running out at Mr. McMahon's orders to that theme song. Yeah, it's, it's bad. It's a bad song. Well, that means Hardy Boys will face Edge, ironically enough, in the next round. But And 
and, and I can tell you right now that Edge is going to spear those Hardys off the top of a ladder. <laughs> well, I'm sure. But the next matchup is, interestingly enough, a friend's matchup because it's number three, Triple H's The Game by Motorhead versus number 18, New Age Outlaws. Oh, you didn't know? By Jim Johnson. Your ass better call somebody. That was a good, that was a good theme song for oh, a good tag theme song. But... Yeah. Uh, but, but when Triple H would come out, time to play the game. And then he would like put the water in his the mouth water and spit. do this yep. thing. And he'd, he'd do below the thing. And, you know, he'd walk down to the, to the ring and you know do his whole thing fucking amazing i mean i the one summer slam where motorhead actually performed it and he like was on the throne and everything with the fucking like crown like it was just oh my god yeah. amazing yeah that was and yeah that was an amazing the sledgehammer yep mm. yep that was the sledgehammer era yeah very good very good time in triple h's life <laughs> It's, it's when he became it's when he became his top tier level that makes him what he still is today. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. But so yeah, the game. It's also New Age Outlaws. But ah, New Age Outlaws yeah. were great. So much fun to watch. I love Billy Gunn. I love the Road Dog. I uh, very I fun tag but, team. Okay, because the fact that this won't actually this will this will release sooner than that. But I was actually just on Music Junkies podcast. Um guesting a couple weeks ago and one of the songs my playlist that she played was uh mr ass's theme song which is not in this track <laughs> i'm an ass man yeah and i told the hilarious story on the music junkies podcast about how i used to get we the music volume four taken away as a kid because i'd be walking around <laughs> singing that song my parents were like you are a fat white boy you should not be singing i'm an ass man <laughs> Very good. That's that was a good story. Uh, that was a good tag team. That was a good theme song. But but they they're not going to be able to. Beat I know. The game. I know. I know. It's all good. <laughs> it, and it's hard to beat the game. It's hard to play the game. But that means Triple H is going to be facing either number two, Undertaker's "Rest in Peace" by Jim Johnston, or number seventeen. Mr. McMahon's No Chance in Hell by Jim Johnston and Peter Berserker. <laughs> this one's closer than I would uh, think because that... Oh, I, I, I mean, it's not for me, but yeah, you think what you want. That era of uh, Vince was great. No Chance in Hell was like actually a fantastic theme song that went that went exactly where it needed to go you know when that would hit that was when they had that thing where you know the first half a second of the theme song you knew exactly what was about to happen and it it, it made that era of wrestling like so much better than what whatever the fuck is going on in there now <laughs> like um but yeah, the, I mean that rest in peace is is too good, too good, too good. Sorry, Mister McMahon, 
if maybe if you weren't like the worst human being that's ever walked the face of the planet, I would give it a little bit more. But as it stands now, I, I, I hate Mr. Mc, I hate Vince McMahon too much. I even went Mr. McMahon because of that era, <laughs> because of that theme song. It is a great theme song, but uh, the undertaker, the undertaker's going on here. I don't blame you because see, this is the undertaker theme. There's a reason it's number two. And that's because it's the undertaker theme song. That's freaking incredible. Like that's the one. That's what you mean by that first couple seconds. Everybody knows what's going mm-hmm. on. Yep. Cause you hear that bell and it's just like, Oh shit. Oh shit. What's going on now? Like, Oh, like when he was gone for a while and like, you knew undertakers come back at some mm-hmm. point. And you heard the bell at the end of a match, and like all of a sudden the ring goes dark, and this freaking, and next thing you know, the freaking person in the ring's on the ground. It's just like, oh, <laughs> that'll get your heart. Yeah, yeah, it it rules. Yeah, Undertaker is one of the reasons I watched wrestling for as long as I did. I yeah, stopped watching too. mainly because mainly because he turned into the American badass, and then when I when I heard he came back as his old school gimmick, I started watching again like in two thousand seven eight, but. All right. Well, that means Triple H will face Undertaker in a very 90s matchup in the next round. But the next matchup is number one. The number one ranked theme song. If you can't guess what it is, you're out of your mind in this whole bracket. I can guess what it is. (laughs) It's Stone Cold's I Won't Do What You Tell Me by Jim Johnston versus number 16, Macho Man's Pomp and Circumstance by Jimmy Hart and Howard Helm. Uh, Macho Man rest in peace macho man i i love you in the 80s i don't know that they're stone cold this theme song is number one for a reason in the Mm -hmm. 90s if you weren't around like to see how like exactly how big stone cold was back in the day you have no idea but it was insane what like it was insane what like the eruption of the crowd and i'm i wasn't even a stone cold fan like it wasn't until stone cold's feud with uh kurt angle that i was like oh there's okay there's something to this guy but most of the time you know fighting the rock fighting vince and you know doing all that stuff I was like, whatever, but, but at the same time, when that glass shattered again, you knew exactly what was coming. And, you know, even though I didn't like him back in the day, you know, that glass shattered and I was like, Oh, something's about to happen because he was Mm. the, the thing that made everything happen in that era of wrestling. Like if, if, if Stone Cold was coming out, you knew something was about to happen and he'd come up and and he would, he would do that jaw, you know, the, he would jaw at whoever he was doing and then he would kick him in the gut and then he would stunner him. And then he would stunner like the eight other people in the ring and nobody could do anything about it. It was was fucking fantastic. Uh, Mm -hmm. And like I said, I wasn't like I was like, oh God, it's Stone Cold again. You know what's gonna happen. 
but the the further I get away from it, the more I'm like every once in a while I'll think of that glass shattering and then da, 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 and I'm like yes. <laughs> so I, yeah, Stone I mean, Cold. It's, sorry, it's sorry, Stone, not I mean Stone Cold. <laughs> oh, I mean I don't give a shit. Stone Cold's a goddamn legend. I mean he, yeah, I was. I mean, I was kind of a big fan of him because, like, when I got into wrestling, he was gone. Like, it was after he got hit by the car. And, mm-hmm. like, I remember when he came back with Rakishi being like, I did it for the rock. I did it for the people. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, please. <laughs> but that means you yeah, have your trying to, to play in matches. Oh, go ahead. Trying, trying to turn Rakishi heel was a bad idea. <laughs> it was dumb. Oh, no. Rakishi dancing with Too Cool was a better gimmick by far. Absolutely. But you have two playing matchups now to decide the final matchup in round one. And I mean final matchup in round one. But it's number 32, Vader's Mastodon by Jim Johnson. Versus number 31, Gangrel and the Broods, Blood by Jim Johnson. I always thought Gangrel was lame, uh, so I'm going to go with Vader here. <laughs> and for Christian, the first time, once oh. once they got away from Gangrel, that was when I started liking him. But yeah, Gangrel, what a what a wiener that Gangrel was. Okay, for the first time in the history of this bracket, Vader makes it out of the plane because. <laughs> I don't. I. I. I mean, I love both of these theme songs by far, but Vader never makes it out of the play-in because Gangrel's is such a memorable theme song. And I mean, okay, I. I. I wasn't around for it, but I love the Ministry. Of Dar- I love watching about the Ministry of Darkness when I like on VHS back in the day. Like that was my favorite era of wrestling I ever saw. Was the Ministry of Darkness and like the corporate the corporate Ministry of Darkness like mm-hmm. fucking era. Mm-hmm. Like that was my favorite era because Undertaker was so badass during that whole time. Yeah, and Gang yes. and Gangrel and the Brood were part of that. So, yes, they technically were, but Gangrel was the worst part of it. <laughs> I I liked it. I mean, who doesn't like vampires? I love vampires. Gangrel. I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't it, buy it. The, the it, three it just the, like. The, I don't buy well, Tom Cruise as an action star, and I didn't buy Gangrel as a vampire. Well, I mean, you're also, I think, a few years older than me, so maybe it was the age difference Surely. when that happened. Yeah, probably. Because I almost could believe that age I was at, like, eight or nine, at, like, actually, well, okay, 2000. I would have been 12. So at 12 years old, I could believe a vampire was a real thing in wrestling. Don't ask me why. I just (laughs) could. And seeing the three of them come up from beneath the stage, like with the chalice of blood, like it was just incredible times for a kid. So, yep. If I was a kid, I probably would have liked it a lot better. (laughs) That theme theme song was so evil. But that means Vader is either going to face in the final match of round one, either... Number 33, Drew McIntyre's Broken Dreams by Jim Johnston, Shaman's Harvest, Shaman's Harvest, sorry, versus number 15, Ultimate Warriors Unstable by Jim Johnston. 
just like Seamus, I'm gonna completely dismiss Drew McIntyre's whole thing. It's it's all bad. Um, and like I said, back in the 80s, it was like Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan, and I was a warrior guy all the way. So uh Ultimate Warrior is gonna go through here. See, it it's funny because the last person I had doing this bracket actually knows the band Shaman's Harvest. So Okay. I mean, so she she voted that almost through to I think to her final four, but oh, personal reasons personal reasons, you know? Personal reasons, but yeah, and uh, that means and the- that's fine, oh. but but Seamus and Drew McIntyre, they're both just big they're they're Vince's slabs of meat and they got really nothing going for them as far as personality and that includes their theme songs I mean mean, all personality (laughs) I mean Seamus I can see that more but Drew McIntyre actually loved that uh, Broken Dream song I fucking love that song I always did like even when I watched him wrestle with it like I loved that theme song when he was coming out like uh, it's a good song I think so but anyway the last matchup in round one is going to be number 32, Vader's Macedon I'm, versus number 15, I'm glad. Ultimate Warriors Unstable. I'm glad um, that we're through or okay, it's going to be Vader here, um, but then we're through the the list um, and I'm going to say I'm glad that Seth freaking Rollins's theme song uh, wasn't on here at all. Because there is nothing more annoying. Like I've turned off pay-per-views because of the crowd going, oh, like throughout the whole match. I'm like, fuck this guy. I I'm surprised that that wasn't <laughs> on here. I was ready to talk shit on it. <laughs> uh, he wasn't on here because I mean this this is kind of an older list, I think, and there's very few new stars on it. But yeah. Well, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna talk shit on on uh, Seth Rollins's crappy entrance and the fact that the crowd chants throughout his whole matches. Um, I had that in my chamber, so I didn't wanna, I didn't wanna let it go. <laughs> well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I hate I hate any member of the Shield, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, sort of the third guy. I don't even know the name of, but yeah, I hate them all. But I mean, I hate the shield. That's the reason I stopped watching wrestling a second time. And I haven't got back into it since. <laughs> I actually like Roman. But, um, ah, again, I think him. I think he's I think he's a good heel, and but, he's with uh, um, Paul Heyman, who I think is I hate maybe I hate Paul Heyman since Brock Lesnar. I I think Paul Heyman might be the best manager that's ever been in the WWE. <laughs> his body language, his facial expressions are hilarious. The shit he says is so ridiculous. And again, you he makes people hate him and there's no
come back next week to find out Michael's conclusion of round two and beyond and see who's his final four and who's his grand winner of all uh, 68 wrestling theme songs. Come back next week. You can check out Maniacal Music Musings or get powerbombed.